Thank you for taking the time to download this podcast from Rosendale Research School. If you've enjoyed it, why don't you sign up for our monthly newsletter? You can do this via our website at rosendale.researchschool.org.uk. Welcome to the Rosendale Research School podcast. Uh, we've been absent for a few weeks, but the well, we're nearly in spring now, so although the weather doesn't portray it too well, um, but we're ready to do another podcast about our action research projects that we've been running. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we spoke about the year six one. We've talked about a reception one, but now joined by the year five teachers, Lucy, Izzy and Katie. Hello, guys. Thanks for coming. Hi, Hello. Uh, now, their action research project is all about reading. Uh, now, I wrote on my notes here because when I was a newly qualified teacher and when I was having a parents evening and people asked me about reading, everybody who wasn't um, educationally linked seemed to think it was purely just the decoding of the reading and uh, what if you didn't realise it, it's basically reading comprehension no point reading something if you can't understand it that's why we that's what we learn from and as we know we sort of spend the primary years learning to read and they say in secondary you read to learn don't you and that sort of thing so it's such an important aspect and there are loads of studies showing that you know skill in reading has really positive indicators for outcomes in future life Anyway, Lucy, you are the year group leader. Perhaps you'd just like to talk about, about your project on reading. Yes, so our question is, what impact does explicitly teaching comprehension skills have on reading progress? So what we've done in year five is we have taken our existing reciprocal reading plans and changed them so that each day we will explicitly teach a certain skill, whether it be clarification, information retrieval, inference questions, prediction questions or summarisation questions. We've kind of taken um, some of um, Rosenshine's principles of instruction to teach it and break it down to model the skill prior to getting the children to, to practice it. Because what we found in Year 5 is most children won't understand what's required of them when they face a question. As in, they would have read it but Yes, I know. I'm just having read marked some year six reading comprehensions. Uh, one of the, those that get it seem to get it the, the, the nuance of it, but sometimes there is a totally unrelated thing they put there because it's just a chance they've put, written something down that might be right. So they don't, so you're saying is they don't actually understand what to do in some of the questions. Absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah. So in an inference, for example, is always a minefield. Um, the other day we did a question, what can you infer if someone is packing a suitcase some sun cream, a map, and some swimming trunks. Although it's obvious to us as adults that they're going to go on holiday. Yes. For a child to draw that link, it seems it seems to take an awful long time. So it's kind of teaching those specific. And yeah, and of course with reading, the inference has to be drawn from the book, not from what you might know outside, doesn't it? So then you might have some great ideas of what you did when you were on holiday, but actually, no, we're not actually concerned on that. It's what this text says. Yeah. But of a working week, would you look at reading comprehension every day or? So we do reciprocal reading four times a week. Okay. Monday to Thursday. And then on Friday, we will do comprehension questions based on um, our wider curriculum. So currently we're learning about ancient Egypt for history. So we will do comprehension skills based on ancient Egypt. Ah, oh, so, 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 yeah. So 
So you have so the four days you might we're, use a text, yeah, we're a, but we're the actual text, questions yeah. you might have on relating to a topic you're doing. Yes, just to expose God, yes. the children to as a wider range of literature as possible. Um, and I think so it's that, the vocabulary as well, isn't absolutely. it? There's lots of instances, aren't there, in reading when children just haven't heard of certain words and it's because they don't know that vocabulary. So if you can mix up everything with it, with other learning, I think that's, that's, that's a great effort. What I would also say is that one of the core skills that we're teaching them is clarification. And we are teaching them just to have an educated guess about what language means without a dictionary, just what might, for example, the word um, descendants mean based on that, perhaps your knowledge of what descending means in maths or they can draw in all of that other language. So making sure that they're not afraid to, to just guess based on their logic. And using the context of the word in what they've yeah. read to understand what it might mean. Which again is more inference really, isn't it? Of, of, of what, what in that context, yeah. because we're never going to know everything we read or every word, all the vocabulary, but you can usually have a good stab there. Um, so what what of the sort of the, the five components you mentioned, clarification, information retrieval, inference, prediction summarization which one do you think requires the most input i think the inference are really hard because you can show them an example but every example is so different the other ones are more uh, formulaic you know you can an information retrieval you can teach the skills of how to extract that information but inference requires um, a lot of understanding of the context and a wider understanding of the text and what you're reading and so inference However many times you teach something, you can always get a different question that's really like completely. It's interesting said. I'm sorry, Katie. You're gonna... Also, with the inference, it's harder to because every chapter of the book doesn't always have inference in it. So it's, yes, it's not always done as much as the other ones, which is so it's not relevant in some parts of it. Yeah. It was more so relevant. Yeah, and I remember we had an an adult learning session a month or two back, and we were doing. Do you remember we were looking at inference in books and even so-called people that know we were having different answers about inference and why do you know that just from that statement and we were actually a couple of us were seriously quizzing well how can you tell that just from that statement so it is a really subtle thing isn't it sometimes to do mm. so that's so how you think that's certainly the area which they need more guidance at uh, well i think they need they need that kind of more specific modeling explicit um explicitly of, of the different skills because sometimes they're faced with a question that's written in a slightly different format and it just it just completely stumps them so i think they do need that breakdown of the specific skills for each question and how you can go about doing each question but yes i think the inference ones are the hardest ones because as you said it can be so subtle and you know you can have different responses to the same thing but what we're teaching the children is that if you give an explanation if you give evidence from the text from what you've read to support your answer then that is a valid answer because you've and proved it and there's lots of aren't we? because it depends if you're reading for enjoyment as many of us may or may not do or you're reading because you need to find out about something if i mean i'm a, a typical male i suppose i like reading non-fiction books because i can't be doing with you know lots of novels sometimes and i will just be so therefore i'm looking at basically information retrieval I don't really give a stuff about inference or prediction really because that's not what I'm looking for when I'm looking at the wingspan of a Boeing 747 or something to do that so it is really subtle isn't it sometimes it's why you're actually reading the purpose mm. of reading whereas we probably find we're not sure about um, Izzy and Katie that prediction 
is met with the most excitement because often it gives the children an opportunity not to use the text at all yes. and they just have to think what's going to happen next based on just their imaginations alone and then we have to slightly rein them in and say oh no but you need to use evidence from the text yeah, so it's probably. finding that balance where we're not squashing their enthusiasm for reading and if you've got particularly creative minds, I mean, they'd probably love coming up with some very far-fetched things, Absolutely. which you don't want to sort of say, oh, well, that's a little bit, because oh, yeah, it's great. We do have great. to tell them there is no unicorns in Louis Sanchez's holes, yeah. sadly. Yeah, but, but but it's also, the, you know, and of course, well, you don't know what's going to happen next anyway, do you, Miss? So, well, why are you wrong and I'm right, so that sort of thing. So it's all interesting, isn't it, in that sense? I mean, do you, since you've been doing this, do you, I suppose when you do your Fridays, your little assessments... Do you notice any difference in their capabilities or things that they are getting better at? Or We would probably, as a year group, say that 99% and do the retrieval questions independently without any adult support as a year group. They, they just seem, they seem more confident at tackling the questions. Most of the children will have a go, will try and use the skills that we've taught them. Uh, before they ask for help whereas before a lot of children would look at the question and just think straight away I don't know what I'm doing and ask for help straight oh, but that's, away so that's good they're being much more independent and they're able to do it so they've now got an idea yeah so. and building Even some teaching, of their resilience yeah, in their and in teaching their, um, yes. actually what does scanning the text mean what does underlining keywords mean all of these skills that we've modelled in our teaching because we, we we make the assumption that they know what that means so it's actually teaching how we how we scan and do you think, as they're with more practice, they get quicker at doing... Because I, I just come from literature, say, marking some year six reading comprehensions, and there's a real noticeable on the children that read it very thoroughly and know what's going on, but just read it very slowly compared to the time that you're supposed to be given to do it. So they don't finish quite a few of the questions, but the ones they do finish, they get all right. I think as well, when we're doing these comprehensions... We have similar questions sometimes, so they get used to the style of the question. Okay, yeah. Which is good, especially when we're doing the Friday factual ones, some of the style of the questions are quite similar. So what, what would you sort of, on an average Friday, would you give them like four or five questions or something, or with a bit of combination of all the things in sometimes? And then they would they go through them themselves, would they, so they Yeah, so we, we give them a, um, a text, non-fiction text, and then, yeah, it's normally four or five questions, um, a lot of them will be information retrieval questions um, just to develop that kind of independence and that um, I think they got that Friday task easier than the, um, the yeah. fiction because it is yeah. a lot more well, that's a fact we'll take it out yeah. rather yeah. than understanding the character or understanding it's much um, more procedural I can know to do that therefore that's yeah. there so I can answer and that sometimes yeah. the clarification in a um, in a non-fiction text is easier than in the novel that we're reading because in a novel writers choose language to express things in different ways whereas in a factual text the meaning is much more explicit I think yeah that's interesting so if you were perhaps giving one piece of advice each to a teacher in another year group or a teacher another year five teacher in another school based upon what you've done so far what do you think that might be what would you suggest I would say modelling the types of questions that the children are going to do and modelling through your thought process as to how you know how to answer that is a really important thing because we assume that they can see how to answer a question but sometimes they need that um, understanding of your thought process. I think yeah. as well when, when you read the text to them 
they find it easier to understand the text. Oh, that's an interesting point, reading actually. reading the text themselves, because I, when I will I read the text, I'll stop at words that I think they weren't understanding. That, that's that's an interesting point you make, because I meant to ask about that, because I think there's the EEF who... Uh, are our, not our paymasters they are respectively I suppose but they're doing a study on I think on a year five study actually on what is the best way to get children reading is it a teacher reading to them them reading to the teacher the kids reading to each other and, and how do you generally do it when you're reading a text for your reciprocal reading do they do it individually or would you read chunks yourself varied or it's varied you take and a mix it up each, each day so it's not yeah. just teacher voice It'll be partner voice. Sometimes teams will read. Right, so um, they get you going around from going one to around. the other. Yeah. I'll sometimes read the page and then get them to read the page in pairs. Yes. So they've read it twice as well. I know some um, teachers read bits and then they won't say the last word of the sentence. The children have to say that to show that they're yeah. following and things like that. Or so that's interesting that you will use different. And I guess that's what you'd expect. I think you'd probably expect to do a bit of each, wouldn't you? A bit of everything to do that. Um, I've always liked asking because sometimes when you sat out to do something you were reading was your theme wasn't it was there anything else totally unrelated to reading that this threw up in, in, when you were doing it did you think oh my word that's interesting my, I thought about that or was it just it may well not be it might have one of the things I think is just the vocabulary of the children some of them are exposed to a lot more language than others so the, the yeah, whole class book that we're reading at the moment the language used in it for some of them is so something that they've just completely unheard of before they just don't know well, yeah which is why it's so good that you're reading all your other texts I think there was was it three or four years ago in one of the year six sats there was a the non-fiction was about dodos and of course if you knew what a dodo was all jolly good but a lot of kids didn't know what a dodo was and it absolutely befuddled them because they didn't know so yeah this is where vocabulary is you know what should the what vocabulary should they know it becomes such a little bit cultural isn't it some of it as well actually as it has to do that so yeah so i suppose if you can give them as much breadth as you can yeah i think it's really good actually that the book is quite challenging in that sense because it challenges the greater depth yeah which is nice as well yeah because um, even some of my children be like, oh, I don't understand this word. Who I wouldn't expect to not understand the word, if you see what I mean, which is good that it's challenging. Okay, well, that's, that's great. Thank you so much for taking time out of a busy day to share your views. Hopefully, I mean, we're, we're, we're now in the second half, aren't we, of the year? But hopefully towards the end, we'll all put together some sort of little document or very short facts about what we found out for each of the projects that we can share with anyone else who may be interested if you are but thank you very much indeed uh to katie lucy and izzy thanks thanks